everybody. Welcome to episode 178 of SwiftCast. This is Nate. Ashley. Steph. Adam. And Ashley. And to kick off the episode this week, Ashley met somebody very interesting this week. Ashley, who did you talk to? So for the second time, actually the second time this year, I guess, I was lucky enough to meet Kelsey Ballerini. That's awesome. Because we had her on our show last December, right after she guested on the 1989 tour, which if you guys haven't heard that episode, you should definitely go back and listen. But pretty much right after that, her career has just blown up insanely. And she's not very easy to meet now. No, but she does seem to genuinely like meeting fans, I think. She does. She really does. She always is offering ways to enter on her website. And then right now she's on her first headlining tour, which is called the First Time Tour. And so she sort of made it more of an official fan club where you have to join through her website and then enter for opportunities that way. And I actually missed out on doing that for this show, but through some amazing stroke of luck, we left the show. We were walking back to our car past the back entrance of the venue and she came right out as she was leaving and stopped for fans and posed for a ton of pictures. Wow. That's something probably every listener on this fan dreamed of happening with Taylor. You know, (laughs) you wait outside, you think maybe you'll see her going to her car or something. What luck. That's awesome. And the picture turned out really well, too. I mean, it could have been better. It was a little bit of a mess. It was dark out, and there were so many people around, and it was just sort of, like, chaotic. But she was just so sweet. I gave her my phone, and I was like, you have to take the selfie. You're great at selfies. And she's like, oh, thank you. I'm like... It's not even a compliment. Like, I'm terrible at them. And I see (laughs) how many you post, so I trust you more than I trust myself. So she took my phone to take them and took a few to make sure it came out good. And it was just so sweet. And the show itself was amazing. I can't gloss over that fact either. So how long did you, like, get to spend with her? How long? uh, Obviously, she had a lot of people to to talk to and take selfies with and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we spent about a minute with her. Which I feel like was pretty generous considering generous. just the environment and, you know, there were a lot of other people. The sh- show itself, she played for about an hour and a half. She played, I want to say, 16 songs. Oh, that's great. Yeah, she played almost the entire album of the first time. And then she played three unreleased songs and a couple covers. One of the new songs that she played was Roses, which if you guys remember was the song that was widely speculated was Taylor, but it was not. (laughs) That was crazy, but I'm so glad it's her song. It's really, really amazing live. Getting to hear the full version was incredible. Yeah, I expect to see many more great things from her as an artist. Right now she's still playing pretty small venues, venues that are smaller than an arena, but I feel like she could be headlining or at least co-headlining arenas within the next two years. Yeah, definitely. I think as Taylor fans who make a podcast dedicated to Taylor will always tell you first and foremost, nobody can ever be Taylor. There is no other Taylor. But I think Kelsey will have really, really great success in country music. She's had all of her singles or I think three singles or something all went to number one. And she just 
seems like a really genuine person like Taylor. And I think that when you're genuine and you write your own songs and you work hard, you're more likely to have success. And she mentioned Taylor during the show. There was a part where she was just talking about all the artists that she grew up listening to on country radio. And she was talking about how everybody has a little bit of a different take on it and how all of these people, including Taylor, sort of shaped her career as she was growing up. And I mean, everything she does just over the course of an hour show, she spent so much time interacting with the audience. She was constantly reaching out from the stage, grabbing the hands of little kids. It was just amazing to see. So she's touring for a little while still, and she's going all around the U.S. So if you guys are interested in seeing her, which I would highly recommend, you can go to KelseyBallerini.com and check out the tour dates and see if she's coming near you. Well, thanks for sharing that, Ashley. You know, with Taylor being on break, it's always good to hear about other people who are having other concerts and things uh, right now, especially somebody who is obviously friends with Taylor. I feel like it's my job and my responsibility to go out and find the music that keeps life fun during this time and report back <laughs> to you guys. During the long drought. Yeah, I was just thinking about how many concerts I've seen this year. And of course, I wished they were all Taylor concerts, but it's nice getting to experience different things, too. Well, now that you said that, you know I have to hold you to it. What? To be the champion of finding good music to tide us through Taylor's break period. Well, I'll have to count, but I feel like I went to about somewhere between 30 and 40 concerts this year. So I was going to say like 900. Somewhere <laughs> there. Yeah. Taylor still keeps us waiting throughout 2017. I'll definitely be doing the same thing. So with it being Thanksgiving this week, we are going to be highlighting a whole bunch of things. Uh, what we are thankful for Taylor for, what you guys have told us that you're thankful for Taylor for, some of Taylor's past tweets and moments and anything dealing with her past Thanksgivings. Um, we have a really great episode for you guys. We're going to start off uh, with some of Taylor's older tweets from around this time, Thanksgiving. The first one is from November 22nd, 2009. Taylor tweeted, It's 5.30 a.m. in London, where I still haven't slept and my feet haven't touched the ground. Thank you for the AMAs. Thank you. And that one's appropriate because as we're recording this, the AMAs are airing on TV, but unfortunately, Taylor is not there. For the second year in a row. And as much as I try to be a fan of many, many other artists, award shows are the one thing that I just feel like I can't get into when she's not there. Yeah, I can't either. I just don't watch them. They're just so long and there are so many commercials. And, and even when she is on, I often mute my TV and just wait until they show her. Well, our next tweet is from November 24th of 2010, and it's funny because you'll see later that this tweet kind of reappears in a different year. But in 2010, Taylor tweeted, Why at my family gatherings do we always have to end up YouTubing funny cat videos? Our next one comes from the next day, November 25th, 2010. So thankful for so much, and also for the NBC special Speak Now that comes on at 8, 7 central, and all the fans who made it possible. Check it out. That was such a great special. I feel like they should re-air that on TV every year. Right? Why don't they? 
I mean, I know it wasn't Thanksgiving specific, but to me it is. I guess I think Speak Now is too old or something. I mean, it was kind of like a release week special, so, I mean, I guess only people, I guess, would care to see it year after year, but I would love to see it again. Me too. Some of those performances, like, in Central Park, and the Haunted one, and the bus in Los Angeles, those were all amazing. I'm wondering if people even, like, know about this, because it was so, I mean, just kind of like, you know, one time. I mean, if you have not checked this out, YouTube it. Speak Now NBC special Thanksgiving. I mean, it was awesome. How many songs did you sing? Five or six, something like that. When she released Speak Now. I remember Back to December, Haunted, Long Live. I'm sure she did a bunch of others. Wasn't she on the rooftop in New York too doing mm -hmm. It was like a compilation of different appearances, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All around New York City. I remember the Haunted one, and that really made me love that song. Um, the Haunted one was like kind of like inside a little room, and it had like a, a creepy vibe to it, right? Yeah, it reminded me of a haunted house. I guess we all need to check it out again, though, since we can't remember everything that was on there. <laughs> We're such bad fans. <laughs> a good souvenir of it, if anyone has it, is the Speak Now Release Week booklet. Yes, that really highlights all the performances with photos and things. I forgot I had it and I found it while moving last year and I was so excited. Our next one is from November 22nd of 2011. I have so much to be thankful for this year. I'm leaving New York replaying this tour in my mind. I love you all so much. Yeah, and that was actually the final date for the Speak Now World Tour in the United States at Madison Square Garden. I remember just how devastated that tweet made me because I missed the last show and I was supposed to have gone. Me too. I was supposed to have gone as well and could not. Well, Taylor's next tweet comes from November 24th, 2011, and she tweets, I'm thankful for memories like this. And Taylor posts a picture, of course, from the Speak Now Tour of Taylor and James Taylor, who made a guest appearance on the Speak Now Tour. And of course... Taylor was named after James Taylor, so... A little trivia for you. Yeah, she's a big fan. <laughs> I can't believe I can't remember. What did they sing together? They sang Fire and Rain, right? I think so. And I think they also sang either ours or 15. Right. It was so long ago now. Not that, not that that's an excuse. Yeah, they sang one of each of, of their songs. Our next one is, again, an AMA-related one. November 17th, 2012, Taylor tweeted, Walked into my AMA dressing room, and there was this little bowl of candy in there. Literally shrieked with excitement. Need to tone it down. <laughs> she hasn't really toned it down, and I'm glad she hasn't. <laughs> On November 22nd of 2012, Taylor tweeted one of my favorite photos, although I probably say that about a lot of photos, she wrote, I'm thankful for friendships like this. And it was the photo of her and Meredith, and they're just lying on the floor. Taylor's in her CMA dress, this gorgeous red and I guess creamish colored dress that she wore for the ceremony in 2012. And the carpet just looks perfect with her dress. And Meredith is so cute. I guess the CMAs used to be later back then, because this year they were the beginning of this month and our next tweet comes from a couple days later on november 25th 2012 and this one is a really funny one 
Just tried reading a hotel shampoo bottle an arm's length away from my face to check if I still need contacts. Turns out I do. Eventful night. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Our next one is from November 21st of 2013. Taylor tweeted, Ed told me to caption this smearin'. And this was a picture of Taylor and Ed with them holding up two mugs in front of their faces. And Taylor has a picture of Meredith on the front of her mug. Was that when the term swearin was coined from that tweet? I think other fans had already coined it, swearin. Oh, so Ed was updating her on the cool lingo. Exactly. <laughs> and so fans just completely melted down, <laughs> thinking, they know, they know that's what we call them. <laughs> I will always call them that. Well, our next tweet comes from November 24th, 2013, and Taylor tweeted, You guys are the strongest, most powerful bond in my life, and I really appreciate the AMAs you won us tonight. Thank you so much. And Taylor actually ended up winning four AMAs that night. I think she was nominated for five. It's not a bad percentage. It's pretty good. But yeah, she won um, this one. Well, well, I'll just read them all to you guys. She won Artist of the Year. She won Favorite Pop Rock Female Artist. She won... Favorite country female artist, and then this one's really interesting. Favorite country album for Red, obviously. Was that when she wore the gold dress? Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. And then I think that was when Justin Timberlake was there too, and they were flipping out together, kind of. That was one of my favorite pictures that I forever saved on my phone. <laughs> it was my wallpaper for a good, like, six months. Well, our next one is also AMA-related. It's from November 23rd of 2014, and Taylor wrote, Blank space performance tonight on the AMAs. It's going to be crazy. No, like, actually crazy. And that remains one of my favorite performances. I feel like we've said about 200 times how we wish she would bring that performance back, but I'm going to say it again because I still do. Yeah, and we thought that that would turn into the tour performance, but it didn't. I mean, it seemed very likely. I guess maybe the logistics of it would be difficult on a tour, having this dinner table come out of the ceiling. <laughs> I mean, she did float around an entire arena on an, a suspended balcony. I don't know. I feel like a table coming from the ceiling could be done. Yeah, I think that's why we all thought it would happen, but <laughs> no luck. Hey, who knows? Maybe next tour. Hmm? Our next tweet comes from November 24th, 2014. It was a picture of Taylor and Selena Gomez, and the background of the picture was black and white, but they were in color, and the caption said, the rest of the world was black and white, but we were in screaming color. That was a great photo. And our last tweet comes from November 27th of 2014. Taylor tweeted, Austin playing with drones in the house is not a fun or safe Thanksgiving activity. And that was in all caps. And this was an Instagram video that Taylor posted of Austin flying some toy drones around the house. And Taylor screaming at the top of her lungs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets a little bit close to her and she freaks out. So that's it this week for some of Taylor's older tweets. Now we're going to be moving on to our news segment. We don't have a whole lot this week, but what we do have definitely is some pretty exciting news. Um, so our first bit of news... This is What You Came For has been submitted for Record of the Year and for Song of the Year for the 2017 Grammys. That's really exciting. And I bet nominations will be announced early in December, right? 
Yes, they usually are. Yeah, I don't know the exact date. No, I think the question is, is Taylor going to show up for the 2017 Grammys just for this nomination, I wonder? I would say yes. If it's nominated, yes. If it's not, then maybe not. I definitely think it'll get the nomination. I wish we already knew what it would be up against, because I thought Shake It Off would have to win, and that was the year that Sam Smith kind of took everything. Right, Adele will likely be a big name who's nominated for a lot this year. Oh, sure. I just checked, and the nominations are actually going to be announced on December 6th, so we will be keeping you updated on that front. Do you guys think, if either of these won, uh, do you think that Taylor would go up on stage, make an appearance with Calvin? That would be awkward. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think so. He very recently sent a tweet thanking her because the song hit some sort of record in the UK. I think it could go either way. I think sometimes the writers do come up with the performers and sometimes they don't. So I don't really have a definite prediction, but I do hope she goes. She's never skipped the Grammy, so I don't think she's going to start now. And really, for all we know, fingers crossed, maybe she'll have something going on around then. Maybe she could be a surprise performer or something. It will be right after the pre-Super Bowl concert she's doing in Houston. So, who knows? And the next piece of exciting news is that the Teardrops on My Guitar music video recently reached 100 million views, and this is actually Taylor's 22nd Vivo certified music video. Crazy how even the old songs still continue to climb to this day. Right, when you think about when that music video was actually released. Surprising it took this long, but... At least people are still discovering her old music. I credit that to the Tyler Hilton feature episode that we did about that video last year. (laughs) (laughs) Or not even last year. It was earlier this year. It feels like so long ago. And our last news item is pretty cool. There was a new Apple Music commercial released, and this was posted on both taylor and drake's instagram pages and it's a commercial that does not feature taylor but it features drake and in the commercial he clicks on his phone and puts on taylor's song bad blood and he gets up and dances around a little bit and does some lip syncing and then he sits down to do some bench presses in the weight room and his singing distracts himself and the bar falls down on his chest and he sort of falls off of the bench and then the commercial ends and it says distractingly good kind of like taylor's commercial where she fell off of the treadmill while listening to drake correct so i'm really curious when this commercial was filmed i wonder if this also means that we're going to get another wave of apple music commercials like we did before Yeah, because it would make a lot of sense to show them more around the holidays. Right, and we do think that there are more based on news releases that Apple made. I would really love to have a second edition new design of Apple gift cards with Taylor on them because I loved when they had those 1989 tour ones. Oh yeah, those were great. And those were released right around the holidays, so with Black Friday being next week and... 
everything around the corner. I'm hoping we see some more Apple news soon. And I think this also sort of confirms what we talked about on our last episode, that Drake and Taylor are apparently working together. And the way the news was announced, they made it sound like they're in the studio. So I don't think the working together had anything to do with these Apple commercials. So I'm excited to see what they come up with. Me too. And I'm just excited about the concept of combining two people with such huge major star power. I just feel like their combined fan bases are astronomical. Yeah, I think whatever they do will have a huge impact. Well, that's it for our news for Taylor this week. Um, Now we're going to move into our fashion segment where, where Taylor has been this past week. On November 7th of 2016, Taylor was out and about in New York City, and she was wearing a stone leopard print shearling coat, which is by ALC, and it's $2,195. Underneath the coat, she was wearing a Dolce & Gabbana Corona cat blouse, which I thought was really, really cute, but then I found out that it's 1,188 euros. So that kind of went out the window for me. She was carrying an ATN Agne Colette flat bag, which is $345. And then she wore Prada ankle strap platform sandals, which were $850. And this was actually the night Taylor put together this birthday party for Lord. So that's why she was out and about. And a lot of people were there celebrating lord's birthday on november 8th taylor posted a photo on instagram of her going to vote because that was election day and she was wearing a lace knit cold shoulder top from splendid which is 88 dollars, and she had a cine crocodile effect leather shoulder bag from elizabeth and james which is 445 dollars in the last piece of fashion taylor was seen Arriving at the Arclight Theater in L.A. on November 11th of 2016, she was wearing a Rails Jackson plaid button shirt in ink white for $148, rag and bone the Justine high-rise legging jeans for $176, and she was also carrying the same bag Adam just mentioned, the Elizabeth and James Cine Crocodile Effect leather shoulder bag for $445. And Taylor actually went to the theater to see a screening of this upcoming movie that has Kristen Stewart in it. And it was a screening of Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. And Andrew was there and some of the Heim sisters were there. So as always, thank you to tastewiftstyle.com for bringing us all of our fashion news. And now we're going to be moving into our main discussion for this episode. Something that we've been doing since 2013. Uh, Why we're thankful for Taylor and why you guys are thankful for Taylor. So first, we're just going to kick it off with some of your guys' submissions from Twitter. Um, Our first one comes from ClaireJacques5 on Twitter, and she simply tweets, Taylor inspires me. Heart. And Nadine says, I'm thankful for Taylor because she gave me a reason to not give up. Our next one is from Hoser on Twitter, who said, I'm thankful for Taylor because if she wasn't on the Subway Cups two years ago, I would not have met the love of my life. 
Our next one comes from Tech Swifty. I'm thankful for Taylor because of Swifties. I can agree with that. Our next one is from CC Lives in 1989. She said, I'm thankful for Taylor because she decided to share her feelings to unknown people who can relate to them too. Our next one comes from Page89 on Twitter. And she tweets, because of all the amazing friends and people that I've met through her and how I've gotten to travel to Florida and Texas because of her. And our next one is from Brock. I am thankful for Taylor because her music and lyrics have a hidden depth that most dismiss, and I enjoy digging for it. Definitely true. Our next one is from Tori Swift 13, and she wrote that she's thankful for Taylor because Taylor has helped me through the really tough moments in my life, and she's my best friend. I don't know where I'd be without her. Our next one comes from Vinny, who says, I'm thankful for Taylor because she has been by my side forever, and her music has inspired me to be a greater person. I'm forever grateful. Next is Ben Evans, 14. I am thankful for Taylor because she has helped me through a lot when other people haven't, and I am thankful for her music. Our next one comes from Delgado Rock on Twitter. I'm thankful for Taylor because her music knows how to inspire me and make me happy. And our next one is from Long Six Months. She helps me, inspires me, and makes me happy. And our next one is from Wonder13Land, who simply says, she exists. Which I definitely agree. I'm glad Taylor exists. The next one is from ShyRagNY13. She saved my life. Her songs are perfect for me. Even though I am a guy, I totally understand everything she sings. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you could have written that one, Adam. <laughs> could have. <laughs> next is jen thrillist 13 and simply she says for her music our next one is from i knew you were trouble red and she tweets she taught me it's okay to be my unique self instead of conforming to popularity like others and burnt toast swift said she gives me reasons to be happy every day and similarly music is swift tweeted she gives me a reason to smile no matter what Pariah Sabet says she taught me how to be myself and being good to people is a wonderful legacy to leave behind. Next is Katie Amanda 424. She's given me the best advice time and time again. Our next one is from Emily May Swift because she makes me feel like it's good to be different. Finally, Clean said I'm thankful for Taylor because she made me take it easy on myself. Jin Giraffe tweeted that Taylor helped me through a scary surgery and her music was played while my doctors were operating on me. Next, TBP and T Swift fan says she showed me I'm more than the words the bullies define me as and gave me courage to get hearing aids even though I was scared. Next is Red Speak Now 1989. Her songs are always there for me when I am sad. Our next one comes from Kate on Twitter. She tweets, She never fails to inspire not only me, but every single person here on Earth. She's a great soul and always cares for Swifties. Sammy and Maya tweeted, She shows us it's okay to be different. Always Swifty4 tweeted, She's the person who makes me smile. Tech Swifty wrote, I'm thankful for Taylor because Speak Now is the greatest album of all time. Of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so true <laughs> our next one is actually from our facebook submissions 
Matthew says, love story. There's nothing else like it. Also, how she put grief into words with, I might be okay, but I'm not fine at all. And Sawyer posted on Facebook, I'm thankful for Taylor because she taught me to be fearless, to never give up, and to be who I am. And our last one from Aline, I'm thankful for Taylor because without her, I most likely would not have met some of my friends. I now can't imagine what life would be like without them. So I love getting these submissions every year. People always have such different stories about how Taylor influences their lives. And I can understand each and every one of these submissions personally. They all reflect why I'm also thankful for Taylor. And for me personally, this year, I'm particularly thankful that even though she's been on a break, Taylor still gifted us with this is what you came for and better man. And she even went out and performed for us in Texas. So I'm glad that even though she's been on a break, she's still present. For me, and I agree, I can relate to pretty much everything what everybody said in some way. And I may have said this before, but I think I'm just grateful at how, through being a fan of Taylor, she's opened me up to new experiences so much more than I would have been, I think. I think if I if it wasn't for Taylor, I wouldn't have gotten to travel as much as I have and gotten used to just meeting friends, not just Taylor fans, but like meeting other friends online and all the great experiences that I've had as a result of that. And I'm just glad that Taylor has inspired me to be adventurous. Yeah, I think really for all of us on the podcast, we wouldn't know each other if it weren't for Taylor. So I think every year we're really thankful for that. It's amazing how connected Taylor can make people across the world. I can definitely agree with that. Um, I obviously joined the podcast a little bit later than all of you guys did. Um, but if it if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have had the chance to go to some of the 1989 shows with you guys uh, last year in 2015 and how we all traveled to Florida and stayed together at Disney World to go to the last show of the tour in the U.S., which was in Tampa. Uh, and then just, you know, basically having more friends both inside the Taylor Swift fandom and outside too, because like with Ashley, we live in the same city, so I see her once in a while. So it's been great meeting new people. Yeah, I definitely uh, resonate with a lot of what everyone tweeted and with what you guys had said um, and kind of going along with what Steph said. I'm definitely thankful that this year we did get to see Taylor at least one time uh, perform when we went to Texas. So that was definitely something I won't forget. And for myself, I, you know, I really don't know what else to say that hasn't been said already. I mean, uh, the shows, the traveling, uh, meeting you guys, meeting new people, everything with Taylor. Of course, the podcast itself. I mean, every week, this is, you know, it's a constant in my life. Uh, something I've been looking forward to on a weekly basis for, you know, the past uh, several years. And, you know, I have to say thank you to you guys. Uh, I have to say thank you to the listeners for keeping this show going without it. You know, I don't know. I have to agree with thanking the listeners because. You know, it's one thing to just go online and see how many people are listening, which I do every week, but I don't always know who all those people are. And just like 
getting to meet people in Texas or anytime we've gone to a show who listen makes me so happy. And just knowing that we get to be a part of people's lives in some small way and keep them engaged with Taylor when Taylor's on a break, I'm just thankful to have the opportunity to do that. Yeah, it's especially important this year. I feel like without the podcast, I would feel more disconnected because of Taylor being on a break. But thanks to all of you listeners, we're able to do this every week. And when you make these submissions like you have this week to us and you listen to our episodes, even when not much is going on, it's what really keeps us going. And the other thing that I think is important to mention to be thankful for Taylor for is just the fact that she's so charitable. This time of year can be tough for a lot of people, but Taylor always goes out of her way to help people. This year, she donated so much money to Louisiana for the flood relief, and no matter what, she's always committed to helping people, and I just think it's really important, especially this time of year. I definitely agree with that. So hopefully she inspires everybody to get out and also contribute. Yeah, in any small way that you can, I think we can all be inspired by Taylor. Well, as always, again, thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, some reminders for you guys. Press the subscribe button on iTunes, and it will download our latest episode for you automatically every week. If you want, you can submit to us, uh, whether it's something about this show, about a past show, um, anything for our mini-segments, you can get in contact with us. You can contact us on Twitter at SwiftCast13. You can find us on Tumblr, swiftcast13.tumblr.com. On our Instagram, instagram.com slash theswiftcast13. Facebook.com slash theswiftcast. You can email us at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. Or you can find all of those things on our website, swiftcast13.com. So to wrap up uh, this week's episode, within the next week, what do you guys think Taylor will do? It's really getting tougher and tougher. It really is. <laughs> Taylor, you're giving us scraps here. Scraps. <laughs> the last time we saw her in public was on November 11th. That was nine days ago. I think it's a safe bet to say that she will be posting something on Thanksgiving. That's true. She's pretty consistent in that, as we found out in her older tweets. I think we're going to get something else from her pertaining to Apple Music. Right. I agreed with what you said earlier with the holidays coming up. It seems timely right before Black Friday to announce something, even if it's just, like you said, a gift card or another commercial. I don't know. In past years, uh, refresh my memory. When has she started with the 13 Days of Taylor stuff, uh, like an announcement for it? Well, first, there's usually a Black Friday email. Okay. And then I think normally it will say check back on December 1st for other deals or something like that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Right. Don't they usually do something on Cyber Monday? Mm. Yeah, there's usually a Black Friday thing, a Cyber Monday thing, and then the 13 days officially starting shortly after that. So we'll probably get something this week. So that's something to look forward to, even if it's not Taylor actually doing something. Hopefully everybody can get good deals for holiday shopping on her website. Maybe some signed lithographs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the most wonderful time of the year. It is. <laughs> well, it does seem like they're starting 
to try to clear 1989 things out of the store, which is always a positive sign. Not because we want to say goodbye to the 1989 era, but they must have some reason for wanting to do that. And because we get it so cheap. Right. And hopefully <laughs> new merchandise, maybe. And I know we've talked about this before, but I'm a big believer in having extras. So a lot of the 1989 <laughs> things that I have, I really have been needing a duplicate for a while. Like, especially some of the shirts that I wear really often. I want a backup. Well, I'm going to be keeping my eyes peeled. I'm overdue for a Taylor Nation email. Definitely be watching your emails. And the 13 Days of Taylor is always exciting. They're always good deals. And just as a hint, a little tip, usually on the last day, which hopefully they'll do it again this year, they usually bring back all the deals. And don't they have free shipping usually? Well, now that we said that, it definitely won't happen. Yeah, I probably shouldn't even say it, right? <laughs> but usually, yeah, they do. And they bring back all the different sales and have free shipping on all orders on Taylor's birthday. When she turns 27. Crazy. It feels like so recently that we were watching her turn 25 at Jingle Ball. Right. Two years ago already. Well, for episode 178 of SwiftCast, this has been Nate, Ashley, Steph, Adam, and Ashley. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. See ya. Happy Thanksgiving. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift. Big Machine Label Group or 13 Management.